life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. We're going to take an iconic walk today. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now and would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. I challenge you to count how many times you're going to hear the word iconic over the next seven days. (laughs) That's because I am in Washington, D.C., and I'm going to take you along with me. This is one of the most walking-friendly cities on the planet. If you love walking and you love history, this is the place. Today I'm on First Avenue, First Avenue or First Street, First Street Northeast. To my right is the United States Capitol. To my left, the Supreme Court and the Library of Congress. Of course, the U.S. Capitol is one of the most iconic buildings. (laughs) They started building this thing in 1800. Now, One of the most recognizable features of the U.S. Capitol 
is the dome, which was actually built almost seven decades after they started construction. And there's something about the dome that I didn't know until recently. I grew up in Maryland, lived an hour away from D.C., spent quite a bit of time here in Washington, school field trips when I was a kid, as an adult parent, brought my children here. And then even as my kids outgrew, hey, let's go to D.C., I came here on my own. In fact, probably in the last five, ten years, have visited D.C. more than all the previous years of, of my life. I just love this city, love walking here, love the history, can't get enough of this. But here's something that I just recently learned about the U.S. Capitol. Beautiful white building, stone building. The dome is not stone. The dome of the U.S. Capitol is cast iron. <laughs> I, I had no idea. And here on the east side of the Capitol, a lot of history happened on these steps. Uh, this is where most presidents were inaugurated. So if you see a, an old grainy photo of Abraham Lincoln at his inauguration right here on the east side of the Capitol. FDR, Franklin Roosevelt, inaugurated here on the east side of the Capitol. John F. Kennedy, east side of the Capitol. Up until Jimmy Carter, the inaugurations, the presidential inaugurations, took place on the east side of the Capitol, these steps, which I'm looking at right now. If you're interested in touring the Capitol, you can, but you just need to plan in advance. Gone are the days where you can just walk up and say, hey, I want to go in. I want to see what's happening here. Uh, go to the Capitol website, and you can schedule an advance guided tour. It's free, but again, you do need to plan in advance. So that's what I'm looking at to my right, to my left, passing now the Supreme Court building, which was constructed between 1932 in 1935, and because it is the first Monday in October, the new Supreme Court term begins today. That building is no longer open to the public, and of all the buildings, all the iconic buildings here in D.C., and I've visited, been inside, taken tours in all of them, except for the Supreme Court. I did not take advantage of that while I had the opportunity. I don't know if they're going to eventually, uh, again, allow the public to visit, but for now, it is closed to the public. All right, I'm coming up now on the Library of Congress. This building, 1897, the Library of Congress actually is more than just this building, which is probably... If you saw pictures of the Capitol, Supreme Court, and Library of Congress, you'd instantly recognize the Capitol. Supreme Court, probably. Library of Congress, not so much. There are actually three buildings that house the Library of Congress, but this one that I'm passing now to my left is the Thomas Jefferson Building, and this is the one that is open to the public. Not only does it house books, but it also is a bit of a museum. And for me, the most fascinating part of the Thomas Jefferson building is the Thomas Jefferson collection because 
It was his collection of books, thousands and thousands and thousands of books, that he gave to the U.S. government to begin a library. And so those books are actually on display in a special room in the Library of Congress, the Thomas Jefferson Building. Many of the books that are in that room were his own personal books. Been in there, and I could just imagine Thomas Jefferson sitting by candlelight reading these books. There were many that uh, were lost, and so for this display, the Library of Congress has found similar books, facsimiles, and those are noted as such on the shelves. And then there were some books that were lost and they couldn't even find facsimiles. So those are noted by cardboard backs. But the Library of Congress, again, is open to the public. But like so many other buildings, you need to plan in advance and get a timed entry pass to the Library of Congress. Now, if you're thinking that you can actually go into the library itself and look at all the books that they have, uh, not so much. The library is for members of Congress and their staffs. It is the Library of Congress. And then others who have special permission to do research inside the library. So here along First Avenue, we've got the U.S. Capitol, the U.S. Supreme Court, and the Library of Congress. Three iconic structures, two of which you can visit. And I would encourage you to do so if you have the opportunity. So yeah, all this week, I'm going to be here in D.C. And I'll take you along different parts of D.C. And you'll get a sense of just how walking friendly the city is, what you can see, uh, what you can do, what you need to plan in advance for. If you've never had the opportunity to visit Washington I hope, <laughs> I really hope you do get the opportunity. There was one time I was visiting, I was on the other side of the Capitol building, and there was a couple who wanted me to take their picture with the Capitol and the, the background, and it was their first time here. And I could just sense the excitement of perhaps a bucket list travel destination, and they were here and even though I was sort of local, I welcomed them, took their picture, and it made me smile for the rest of my day here. Seeing this city that I have come to know so well through the eyes of people who have never been here until now, and they're walking through eyes wide open, and these iconic buildings, I'm staring at the U.S. Capitol right now, those steps, the cast iron dome, the United States flag, and then on each end, you know, where the U.S. Senate meets and the U.S. House of Representatives. And I don't know how many times I've seen this building, but every time I get the opportunity to walk by and look at the U.S. Capitol, it's still pretty special. And I hope you get that opportunity. But if not, at least this week you'll have 
the opportunity to hopefully experience DC in a small way. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow here in DC. That's my commitment to you, not necessarily to be here in DC, but I walk every day and would love to have you join me for another 10 minute walk in Washington, DC tomorrow. In the meantime, I hope you have a really great day.